0: this podcast as well as all episodes of the grateful thread podcast are solely host opinions our content should not be taken as indisputable and is for entertainment purposes (laughs) hey threadheads welcome to the grateful thread podcast where we're creating a community for cool quilting newbies and experienced quilters to unite no matter your age pull up a seat because you can always sit with us we're your
1: hosts i'm Lacey messy quilts and i graduated graduated the u with a sociology degree and now i'm in the basement in my pajamas with my sister-in-law recording a podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i'm ashlyn of urban dwell studio and i love wearing pants so it's almost a daily occurrence that i thank the former suffragettes for their work on pants Thank you, ladies. Oh,
1: like, I thought you meant that you you like to wear pants just in general <laughs> over
0: skirts. That's true. However, I can't not go deeper and be like, wow, this was a work of art. That's, Thank that's you, women.
1: True. That is interesting. I thought about that the other day when I was watching a movie and this all these women had pantsuits on. I'm like, dang, they look so good. Yeah.
0: Like I mean, I, I like not having to wear a pantsuit. They look great, but jeans are great. Yeah, they're good.
1: Which is not <laughs> something anybody would say in 2020. <laughs> Look how Stretchy far we've pants. come in three years. <laughs> hey, Ash, I have a review for us. Froggy's Wife. Uh, this person says, Refreshing. I am enjoying your podcast, and maybe because our ages are so similar. I laugh with you, ponder your ideas, and review my likes or dislikes based on the topic. The beauty of this place is enjoying the journey in my sewing space, car ride, or or waking up to my morning coffee. I'm almost hesitant to get caught up on the episodes because the experience is true joy. Thank you for inviting me into your world. Get out.
0: Oh my gosh. That that was so special because I feel that way about my favorite podcasts. And it like kind of just, I don't know, makes me feel really emotional that like we're People like our podcast. Right? I'm like
1: looking forward to like I'm hesitant to get, get caught up because I'm the same. I'm yeah. like, oh I have I have I one save in it the... for a
0: special special <laughs> yeah. time. I have one in the archives ready to come out, the new yeah. one. So Um We also love seeing what you're up to while you listen. A little selfie in your stories. You can tag us at the Grateful Thread Podcast. Yep. Other ways you can connect is on
1: Instagram Live every other Monday on our off episode weeks. Yep. Tag us Instagram grateful thread podcast also we have a website www.thegratefulthreadpodcast and a big surprise (laughs) got all sorts of stuff on that website so you should check it out
0: yeah that's where we share the show notes and things that we mention um also the merch Mm -hmm. the merch is cool guys you should go check it out it's getting close to official fall but we know what you're thinking Dang, I would really like a Grateful Thread podcast beanie or sweatshirt. And you should probably go get one because they're up on the website now. So <laughs> Yeah, they are. <laughs> and and just ahead into
1: fall <laughs> in style. Yeah. Yeah. We would Snark. love to see. We would love to see what you're doing. Yeah.
0: All right, so for today, we are continuing our theme from last time. Last episode, if you haven't listened yet, we had Amanda Bernay from the MQG. She's their director of partnerships, and she's also in charge of their quilt show. We got a chance to off- ask her a bunch of questions, and I think you should start there, pause this, go listen to that one first, and then come to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are ready to dive deeper into the world of quilt shows, all things and quilt kick show. it up a notch, <laughs> continue listening to this episode (laughs)
1: yeah i i say this every week but i am stoked for this one um and you actually gave me a disclaimer jumping into this podcast 10 minutes ago because i said ash i don't know if i'm going to know much about this and she said don't just count what you know and then what did
0: i threaten you with evil glares (laughs) shooting daggers into your face with my eyeballs yep (laughs) <laughs> um so we're
1: just gonna we have a script here and we are gonna jump into it and yeah talk about all things quilt shows we're
0: well, not really a script not
1: uh, no, like we have well, a list <laughs>
0: a topic it's
1: a really generous <laughs> term for this it is printed though so. it is printed and we just we're just gonna <laughs> jump in and we might be all over but you know what we're gonna talk about quilt shows today
0: let's start with the initial desire to enter your quilt you've made a quilt You think, wow, this is probably good enough for a quilt show. Or people are like, you should put that in a quilt show. Don't, don't discount that. If people, if people in your life tell you, you should put this in a quilt show and they are in the quilt world and they have been around for a minute and they're telling you to do it and you have a desire to, that's enough. Mm -hmm. That, mm -hmm. yep. Like you are, you're qualified if you made a quilt. 100%. You made a quilt, you can get into a quilt show. First things first, do not wash it. Don't. Who am I looking at right now? I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't wash any of them that went into quilt shows. I just washed your gift.
0: Okay? I'm, I'm not the crinkle police. I promise I love a crinkle. However, in the show, the washed quilt looks frumpy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially next to all of its peers hanging. Yes, and of course, it does depend. If it's a high-level show, do not wash it. If it's the state fair, not that it's any less important, but it is a lot more casual, and often it's hanging in a different environment, Mm -hmm. and you can probably safely submit a washed quilt, and it will be just fine. For Mm -hmm. the best appearance of your quilt in a show, don't do it. Just skip that step. Don't wash it. Um, The tip that I've had to do once for a quilt, um, it had markings on it for the quilting. And Mm. I couldn't get them out with just like spot treating. Uh So I had to wash the whole thing. Oh, no. Um, But if you do have to do that, you can block the quilt. So that's just washing it on gentle. You can get the marks or whatever has happened to your quilt off of it. And then you essentially just stretch it by pinning it, usually to like a carpet or stretching oh, it. Um, I didn't and know that that's what it was called. You'll put it back into its original shape. Oh. It's usually fine. <laughs> huh. I didn't actually know that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the tip. If you okay, have don't already wash it. washed it. Okay. Or not washed it. Sorry. Yeah, don't wash you it. Need to wash it. Yeah, that makes sense. My Um, shirt is way unbuttoned.
1: (laughs) It's a little distracting. I'm glad we have these
0: new dividers up.
1: (laughs) Our little cubicles. (laughs) Um, So we made a quilt. Um, I want to know what kind of shows there are. I mean, I think this is the hardest part. I think the hardest part about this episode is going to be there's so much information that we're trying to get to you that's the best way possible so right.
0: let's maybe just disclaim this mm-hmm. at the second, yes, second <laughs> bullet push. point that we say we can come back to this topic yes do not take this as indisputable end-all be-all guide to quilt shows right if we get enough questions after this and we know the answers or don't know them we can dive deeper have another guest on For sure. we can do another topic episode yeah, if this is something you want to know, yeah. we can do a part two.
1: We're not going on anywhere. Yeah. So This is a very broad general generalization yep. of what we've seen in the last couple of years as far as quilt shows. Yep. So the type of quilt shows. What kind of type quilt shows
0: are there? So you have anything ranging from a little setup at your library to the state fair to a larger regional show. There are the national shows like the Houston show. Mm-hmm, which um, is huge. And then, like, AQS, and Mm. they have different Which is American Quilting Society, right? Um, Yes. Yeah, AQS, right? Is that what S is? Society? Sorry, I just know AQS. We'll fact check that. We'll fact check that. And then there is QuiltCon. Obvious Um, QuiltCon. And there are international ones as well. And then there's... Festival quilts just happened. Yeah, there's, like, a full spectrum as well. Like, there's traditional quilt shows and there are art shows that you can participate in if you kind of walk that line of fiber arts right which is kind of its own beast so i think for for the purpose of niching down this episode we'll just kind of stay away from art quilts except for maybe Mm -hmm. if it if there is an art quilt section of a
1: show. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And, and in all of those areas of quilt places, there are certain ones that judge, there are certain ones that don't judge. And, and I think that that's what you have to decide putting your quilt out there. Are you going to put it into something that you are going to be juried in or out of? Is that going to hurt your ego? Or do you want to, um, stay with like, Oh, I'm going to hang it up in my library. I'm going to go, like you said, to the state fair. Wasn't that one of your first quilts that got in was the state fair? Didn't you do the state fair like the first yeah, year? Yeah, that wasn't my first show, but. One of the be- first, one of the beginnings. Yeah, it was early mid-ish. on. midish. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so there's all sorts of type of um, quilt shows and you can find those online. I I just Google and typically what I've done in the past is in January and I know and I understand too that the timelines are all different throughout the year. We talked in a previous episode about how marketing and quilting is almost off from the year is I typically in January I will search quilt shows and it'll bring up a list and you can go to the individual quilt show site and see what the criteria is because oftentimes they will have... um, like promotions or, um, like certain themes for the year. Um, and you can choose to make a quilt for that
0: or, you know, go from there. Also, like there's not really a rush aside from Mm -hmm. most shows having a timeline of about three years from the make of your quilt. I think there's nothing wrong to, with making a quilt and thinking like, oh, I'd rather, I'd like to put this into Paducah and Mm -hmm. see like if it If it fares, if you're not sure, hang on to it for a year. Wait for that show to roll around and kind of peek at what's going on at the show. People post and share Mm -hmm. the hashtag. You can follow like the AQS um, Mm -hmm. website and YouTube is abundant with (laughs) people walking through the shows and giving a video Mm -hmm. tour. Um, You can really check it out that way and see if it's a good fit before you submit. For sure. So I have a question for you that
1: might be veering off topic, but do you make a quilt for a specific show? Have you in the past? I I, I do actually. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like I'm opposite now. Granted, our stories are very different that I've had no desire to be in quilt shows because it was never a thing on my radar. Mm-hmm. But more recently, I, am, I would make a quilt and then just try to get it into a show without any rhyme or reason. And I'm starting to think, oh, maybe I should look for a show and then challenge myself to make something in that
0: yeah i think that can be a double-edged sword where you're working for that specific outcome and quote if it doesn't right then you have a quilt that maybe has a bad energy negative Mm -hmm. um association attached to it that's not to say like oh woo-woo stuff, I promise. <laughs> that sounded a little, a little hippie. I'm pretty crunchy, but I meant just like make what brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Don't don't just make something for the sake of putting it into a show. Um, the MQG QuiltCon has a lot of prompts. The IQS has a lot of prompts. The like Houston Festival of Quilts has a lot of prompts as well. And those are things like, oh, use this fabric for a fabric challenge. Or you can look at for one that is about environmentalism or nature Mm -hmm. or architecture was a cool one. Yeah. Yeah, And also, if you have
1: a quilt in mind that you kind of already want to make like that's kind of what's happening i thought of an idea a couple weeks ago and i thought oh i should make that and then i should see if it fits any criteria in any upcoming shows
0: totally that's really that kind of bends into like how the art world works as well you Mm -hmm. create your art you make it and sit with it and then usually you like scan for calls for entry and then you you can try to bend the purpose and meaning of your quilt to fit really anything. Like, right. If we're being honest. Right. It doesn't. Totally. Unless it's a big, like, <laughs> picture of Barney. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. The descriptions are pretty flexible. Mm-hmm. So I I would encourage you to just do, like, a Google search of kind of, like, what you are interested in as far as shows go and just read up on them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Totally. I think there's also, well, in determining which show you would like to enter, there's a lot of um, evaluation of what you are wanting to get out of it. Are you wanting clout? Are you wanting to support your local guild or like mm-hmm. organization? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of opportunity to do that. Is it a show that all the things are auctioned off and donated to charity? Great. Cool. Like, that's yeah. awesome. Um, you don't have to do a show to win a prize. You can do it to just mm-hmm. be a member and participant in your community. Totally. Um, I know that state fairs are very, and county are very different from state to state and county to county, depending where you live. Um, I participated in our state fair last year, and during the time where like people were receiving ribbons, it was really fun and exciting and like they would share like oh i want a hundred dollars which is like a pretty standard quilt show prize amount a hundred dollars is yeah like for a small or like medium show
1: yeah
0: um guess how much our state fair (laughs) wasn't it seven dollars the winner gets, like, $10, I think. Yeah. I got second place, and I think I won $4. <laughs> they write you a check for $4. They wrote you a check even? Which, Not like, even I'm, like, I really struggled with, like, saying anything. I didn't want to be like... ungrateful or to even, like, downplay somebody that had won a mm-hmm. ribbon and $4, like, right. and excited about it. Like, I don't want to diminish that at all. <laughs> Um, from an organization standpoint, though, I was really disappointed. I'm like, why can't we opt when submitting to give our prize earnings or whatever to the local four H? Oh, back to back or to the like, fair, right? Let let the younger, like kids that are submitting stuff for arts and crafts and home crafts and whatever, win a larger prize or a scholarship. Right. Why are you writing adults? four dollar checks <laughs> right. it cost me more to drive, drive. to the
1: state fair <laughs> but yeah, one just, like, way
0: really <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> like and like i said i'm not trying to be ungrateful it just is nonsensical i just and want
1: to know if the handwriting was like old lady like, <laughs> no it was really... printed oh it
0: was printed yeah. <laughs> they have like better. a pretty professional like ringing for the state fair mm-hmm. here in utah it's like a pretty big deal but yeah it for four dollars if you if you are entering your quilt to win a prize, yeah, yeah, make sure you <laughs> know what those prizes are <laughs> yeah, right. Which I was not. I wasn't out to win four dollars, you know, It was right. kind of just like, oh, I hadn't done it before, I wanted to do it, and I'll do it again this year. It's fun to mm-hmm. show people and inspire people, particularly in that environment, mm-hmm. the state fair, county fair. There are a lot of traditional quilts and to just like wow. have a modern quilt. Yeah, maybe it's a little intimidating, um, but it's also there could be dozens, hundreds, thousands of people that walk through that barn or whatever. I don't know where you guys. <laughs> it's <were a> <laughs> I don't know what your state fair looks like. <laughs> we have a permanent setup for our state fair, um, but people could wander by and go. Oh, I didn't know that quilting could look like that.
1: Totally. Well, and think about the teenagers, right. who are just starting home ec. Yeah. Like, wait, I can do
0: that. Or even somebody that's been quilting for mm-hmm. a long time, and they they've been making an Ohio star quilt <laughs> every year for the last twenty years, and mm-hmm. they go, Oh, I didn't know I could make a tree out of fabric. And you kind and of hope it that in the show, right, You know? kind of hope that they say, Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want you to do you that. You want that? I why. can make that that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's, you need to determine what level you are willing to participate in. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Um, so resources, you find them online um, entry process. And a lot of times I know that people will join and do um, try shows just for the entry process itself. Mm-hmm. Um, the garden of quilts here in Salt Lake is a, you know, will take from anywhere and they are, um, free for all. Like anybody who applies gets
0: in kind of idea, kind of like Salt Lake community college, you know? Yeah. What if (laughs) thinking randomly out loud here on the podcast while we're recording, no pressure. What if we make a tab on our website that has like shows locally or whatever (gasps) and people can find them. That's a great idea. We can just create a new resource and it can be really we will add that to the website. It'll be really casual, mm-hmm. but if you it are interested... It probably won't be everything, but yeah. the if, ones that we we yeah. like and know about. We'll create some, and if you have some, feel free to email
1: or DM us, and we'll add them and get them up. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, so I entered mine into the Garden of Quilts not knowing that it was a free-for-all, and getting the email that it was that it got in was really exciting, but then going through the process of getting my quilt dropped off. And that organization was really great practice because if when there is the day that... You get into a bigger, higher quilt con juried. Yeah. You kind of already have an idea of what you're doing. Yeah. You know what to expect. It's not so intimidating. Yeah. So,
0: and along that those lines is another outdoor show, Sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have changed their process for accepting quilts because I know it's grown a lot in the last year. Um, but it was pretty inclusive as well. And you submit your quilt. Mm-hmm. You get the information. You send your quilt down and or up or wherever you live, yeah wherever I guess. you
1: are in Oregon <laughs> over <laughs> over there
0: <laughs> same longitudinal line um, <laughs> and they display it and then they ship it back to you. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a local show mm-hmm. for it to be low stakes. You which, know, which we will get to that. We have a question,
1: um, and at the end of this episode, we'll talk about that because that was one of those questions totally. about it. So. Okay, so we found a show that we like. We skipped Who Can Enter, though. We did skip Who Can
0: Enter. Literally anybody, your dog, your grandma, if your baby made a quilt, that baby can Uh enter. Yeah. Um, It does not have to be a unique, one-of-a-kind creation. There are some shows that have rules about if it was made off of a pattern or off of a quilt. They are not allowed, but those are always really clearly spelled out. Mm -hmm. Websites are really, really informative. Yep. is where
1: you want to go. Um, okay so you've picked it you've decided to put it in um
0: what do you do next like what happens aside from let's assume you've read all of the rules Uh rules you're ready to do it regulations you the vast majority of quilt shows now have an online submission process you are going to fill out the little questionnaire there's a lot of boxes and your address your name you don't do it when you don't have distractions. Book. You just want to like sit yeah. and fill it out. Um, horror story on that. S- many of them have a timeout. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, I wrote this beautiful description of my quilt, and I walked away thinking, oh, "I'll finish this later." Yeah, I was going to finish <laughs> it later from scratch. <laughs> it erased it and timed me out of the out of the system so i had to rewrite it and ever since then i have written my description in my um quilt catalog i can't remember we'll link that i can't remember which episode we talked about that on um but (laughs) we'll link that and i also have a like template that you can use but in that you can write your whole description and all the details that you need for entering quilts. So all you have to do is copy and paste from that. And that's super helpful. And you don't get logged out and you don't have to freak out about it. Good idea. <laughs> so you're going to fill out your statement.
1: They also need to see what your quilt looks like because they need to decide if there's anything inappropriate on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which some quilts are, or some shows are down for uh-huh. and some are not.
1: Yep. They, they want to make sure that your quilt's good, good to be in your... In the show.
0: Yep. So we obviously did the episode on photography. Also, if you haven't listened to that, you can add it to your list right Mm -hmm. after this. Um, But I think clear photos with nothing in the background. I mentioned on that episode, Quilt in the Wild photos are beautiful. But when submitting to a show, just take the picture on a white wall. Mm -hmm. They don't want anything else. Yep. If you don't have a system to rig it up and hold it by itself have somebody stand and hold it in front of a white wall (laughs) like before submitting a quilt with grass in the background i would do that yeah um it's just it's really distracting Mm -hmm. and it doesn't add to the overall appearance of your quilt it just takes away from it Mm -hmm. regardless of how beautiful the photo is yep um photo sizing most um quilt shows will have in their rules the size that it needs to be it it won't even let you upload the photo if it's not the correct size mm-hmm. this can be frustrating if you don't know how to resize it get your 15 year old to help you <laughs> <laughs> or I will tell you right now or yeah open the photo on your computer on the photo there's the little slideshow preview of it mm-hmm. you can whatever blow it up and it's usually just a single image that you could scroll through while you're on the image of your quilt there's usually the three little dots the little hamburger menu that will let you save um, or file save as and you in that menu it usually gives you the direct option of resizing your image mm-hmm. when you click on resize your image. It will
1: give give you free reign to make it whatever
0: size, (laughs) and it is just plug in whatever dimension the quilt show wants your image, fifteen hundred by fifteen hundred, and click enter, save, and you're good to go, and it will upload. Um, Make sure that your orientation is in the correct Mm -hmm. or is correct as well. I I know that that probably wouldn't be a major, major issue, of course, but just as far as, like, professionalism goes. Yep. Um, Name those photo files. Sometimes the show will have instructions on what you should do. If not, just name your photo, like, the name of your quilt. Don't put your name. They don't like that. (laughs) Especially if it's a bigger show.
1: If and it's a bigger a, show,
0: they'll probably give you instructions. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> but sure. But they are looking through the photos and jurying them. And if it's titled with your name, that yeah. could potentially be unfair or disqualify you from being a candidate. Um. So yeah, whatever. Butterfly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> photo one. Yeah. Butterfly think, photo two. I think I even had uh like
1: optical full for the full yeah. one, and then optical close up. Yep. Yeah. Like. Here's a full one. Here's a close-up picture. Yep. Yeah. And I know uh, QuiltCon has, theirs It's like, you only get two photos. Mm -hmm. You don't get more than one. So it's like, take one good picture.
0: (laughs) I think the most that I've ever seen is the option to do four. But that was for art quilts. Mm, And they need. And other than that, it's only two. And sometimes it's only one. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) So no pressure. what do you do? Yeah. Um, We, in that photo, photography episode, we talked about what angle you should do for your second photo Mm -hmm. Um, aside from you know your main photo giving the full thing and not background details Um, your second one could be something cool that you want to highlight or if it's kind of like an overall design if you come in like opposite of the light then you can catch the like details of Mm -hmm. the actual quilting of your piece and that's usually a really good um second image idea if you are not sure of what to share
1: yep um we gotta do your artist statement do it in one go (laughs) (laughs) save it somewhere else (laughs) yeah Yeah. i don't think i also don't think it has to be like this big long drawn out journal
0: if you've been to an art museum and you've read Mm -hmm. their artist statements it can be that, mm-hmm. but it could literally be, like, I love making quilts for my children to play on, and I thought this one was beautiful, and I can't wait for my children to play on it after it's done yeah. hanging
1: here. Yeah, and then there's no. some that have two paragraphs that you sit and read the whole Yeah.
0: Reasons why it was made. So, or if you are feeling snarky, you could write like a question. <laughs> That's a good you know? idea. I like. We like to ponder. <laughs> we like sparking <laughs> thoughts. Sparking the thoughts. Provoking the thoughts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, found the quilt show. Got my quilt.
0: What category do I need to enter this into? Um, I hope the other state fairs are maybe more clear. And some shows don't have any categories. It's just kind of like a Mm free-for-all, especially like a smaller organization one. But if you are given the option to choose your category, make sure that it matches the description. I know we really have... Everybody that I've talked to has struggled with the QuiltCon descriptions. Yep. And we've now learned that it is Intentional so that it it casts a broader net so that it can encapsulate more quotes right. and into the, and that the quote
1: yeah and the quote con descriptions i mean it's like minimalist and it's one, it's a one liner <laughs> and when i when i put mine in last year it was between 2 and i kept going back and forth but that's yeah. probably why and as amanda said they won't change the category yeah. which makes me like kind of wonder then what would have happened if i would have tried the other one so you wonder year by year if then the artist says the quilt cool artist says, I'm going to try it in a different category and it gets in
0: right. the next year. And again, like if you aren't really sure and you're a little timid about it, either shoot your shot uh-huh. or sit back and wait a year. Wait yeah. for the show to come up, see what's going on, see what your quilt compares to and what category that one is in, and then submit the next year. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no ticking time bomb aside from typically that three year Right.
1: Which by three years, your quilt's kind of like, yeah, that was a couple years ago. Yeah, three years is a good rule. Yeah, and and I don't know if um, some of the quilt shows don't even have criteria. Yeah, like the Sisters or Garden of Quilts, like that's just kind of a free. I think that they try to group it when they get them Mm -hmm. on their end. Yeah, but since it's not juried, I don't know if they have actual criteria. I don't think
0: so either. Yeah, yeah. As far as categories go, I know like Festival of Quilts and like the really big shows where there are big prizes at stake. Right. They are much more adamant about the actual um categories however we will we can talk about this when we get to the critique section of this but some, I had two quilts accepted and the judge feedback on both of them was that they would have fared better in a different category interesting but, like, you still got in, <laughs> right. which is interesting, you know? Like, like, I didn't... Like, good job, you like, should have yeah, done it over here. I did here. choose that category. Like, but also, like, somebody else was like, oh, yeah, this is this. So part of it really <laughs> oh, that's is subjective, yeah. uh-huh. you know? Right. Um, so there's a lot of leniency there. Mm-hmm. All right. Choosing to receive the feedback and criticism or not. What are the pros and cons? Um,
1: and, and, again, this is going back to shows that you um want to get juried on and i think for this discussion we are definitely leaning towards QuiltCon because it's the most i feel like is
0: it the most competitive that was last year yeah i think so i think even like international yeah quilt festival isn't, isn't as competitive and i think it's just
1: mainly because the modern quilt guild stays modern mm-hmm. and so there's just a lot of these makers so
0: stay uh, modern stay modern Ooh, new new merch. Hashtag that. Write that down. You have the pen that we're sharing.
1: clack clack. Um, so pros and cons of receiving feedback. Um, my con is receiving feedback. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my pro is receiving me. <laughs> as a newer quilter, I really I immediately sought out quilt shows. I put my first quilt that I made into Sisters Outdoor Quilt Show. Yeah. And was it to try to win prizes? No. It was so that I could receive feedback from people that were giving objective Mm -hmm. criticism. Like, tell me what I can do better. Right. Instead of preference, like going to a quilt guild and saying, oh, what do you think I could do here? And And you're going to get 10 different opinions. Of people who are your
1: peers, which is wild to me like i think this is where i love our story because that was never in any sort of my mind frame that other people put quilts and quilt shows i don't put quilts and quilt shows other people do
0: well i'm the other person and i really i don't I am a competitive person, but I really just love the process of doing the show. But I, I feel like it's more out of other people do it
1: because I'm not good enough to do it. Yeah. Which is like so sad to think. So if you're like listening to this, you're like, oh, I couldn't do that. You don't know that you can't. That was a yeah in understanding, not a yeah in agreement. <laughs> I got you, boo. <laughs> which is so great for us to come together because it is you learning through the quilt shows that I'm kind of falling behind of show me because you're right getting feedback would be kind of interesting to say tell me what I can get better at what right yeah I didn't want to get 10 years into
0: my quilting and go oh I should have been doing my binding and granted there are quilt police and the shoulda coulda woulda Mm -hmm. is a different subject altogether but you know if I have the school of being in quilt shows and reaching that level and have At the very minimum, wanting my quilts to be at that level. Mm -hmm. That's the feedback that I needed to seek from the beginning. Awesome. You know, which is, again, it's
1: incredible that you knew that that's where you could get it from. I guess, like for me and my story, I wouldn't even know. My was, I'm going to go to my guild, not thinking broader scope, which is what the
0: podcast is for. I mean, the real problem was I'd show Lacey and she'd be like, that's amazing. (laughs) And I'm like, quit blowing smoke up my butt. (laughs)
1: I'm gonna go get validation from somebody else. Oh, and win prizes. (laughs) Win four dollars. Get into QuiltCon my first year. (laughs) So great. Um, So, what have been some of your critiques? I'm more out of curiosity that Um, you've had. Oh yeah, because yeah, I have no idea. um, They that were surprising, I guess, to you.
0: Um, I feel like if you, as long as you're not an arrogant asshole. Maybe <laughs> Nick can bleep that out. Maybe he'll leave it. Some, he seems to miss some. <laughs> um, if you're not arrogant and you're pretty self-aware, you'll recognize what is wrong with your quilt. Mm-hmm. And if that's included in the feedback, then great. Hopefully they give you a little bit more than that. Um, my tree quilt specifically... Um, because it had like three different feedbacks. I can compare them, which was really cool Mm -hmm. from like three separate sets of judges. One was for international quilts in London and then (laughs) the state fair Mm -hmm. and then the, um, Utah Guild. So that's like the, all of Utah umbrella make big guild, Um, and the international quilts was like probably the most picky which makes sense it was the biggest show um however their critique seemed a little bit irrelevant because my quilt didn't fit in um so it it was definitely more of a preference and you'll be able to really tell on the judging cards if they personally liked your quilt or not right right um and whether or not they really liked it, they will tell you. Right. And the feedback from the people that really didn't like it tends to be um, not less valuable, but maybe a little more nitpicky. Interesting. Um <laughs> 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 Which is like, kind of uh, sorry, I'm just painting a real gray canvas for you guys here. But, you know, the as far as quilting the round piecing, it's like, yeah, it was curved pieced improv style. It's not going to lay perfectly flat. So the things like, oh, if you flatten out this curve during the making, it'll quilt easier. And it's like, oh, that was helpful at the time. Now, if I would have received that, I probably would have been like, well, yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> but, like, I probably wouldn't submit that quilt again because right. I've grown since then. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but that's the quilt that won $4. <laughs> and that's the quilt that won its category at the Utah Guild. So that quilt has brought me in a whopping $104. <laughs> Not even worth the price of fabric. And, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can get into if you are accepted into shows you have to pay for shipping
1: yeah so that was the next thing as we were talking about is you got in
0: so yeah you you get your quilt in you are going to pay for shipping there and shipping back Uh sometimes they lump the sum together and you pay it all up front sometimes you have to pay it separately again Uh in a separate transaction which is annoying but whatever Uh uh-huh and you have to you have to have a deadline There's a deadline for drop-off and delivery. Which can be very stressful. Because (laughs) a lot of times your quilt can't arrive any Uh earlier than a specific date. But it also can't arrive any later than okay, can a can I tell you a story
1: time. of what happened to my quilt? The London one? Yeah. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> so I, um, I mean, I kind of got into the quilt festival. I put it in the, for the love of quilts category, because I'm like, I'll just guarantee it. I had a moment of like, maybe I will put it in for judging. I'm like, no, I just need a win. So I just like, <laughs> I knew it was going to get in. And it was, it was a fun experience, right? Like, and mainly because you had had one in before. So I was like, that's going to be cool to do. So we... I packed my quilt ready to go, but it can only go in. It can be dropped off from July 6th to July 23rd. That's your window. I don't know what the shipping to London is, right? In the meantime, my family is deciding to go to Montana for a month-long vacation. And I tell myself, self, drop this off the day that you leave for Montana because it'll for sure get there. I go to the post office in my local grocery store, which don't go to the grocery store post office. Don't go to the grocery store Go USPS. to the main UPS. Go to your main. They don't. The big it, they ones. don't I know it's kind of a pain <laughs> to go to the main UPS, but like, don't go to the grocery store. So I hand them the box and they say, I, this isn't bringing up the address. And I like scoured these instructions, right? Cause like I'm sending my quilt to London. Build. Bill Bowen. Bill Bowen. Yeah, I'm like I'm sending it to London. I got to make sure it's okay. I like I copied and pasted the label. Like I was anal about all of this. She looks at me. She's like, I can't. I can't send this out. It's not bringing up anything. I'm like, okay. So what am I supposed to do? Like I'm literally leaving for my vacation. So then I go. I'm like, I'll just swing by FedEx. I go by FedEx because I'm like they can get it there in the next couple of days. FedEx says it's three hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah. I'm not spending three hundred dollars on this thing to go <laughs> to London, right? So I tell Mike, I think I just have to take this quilt with me and drive it to where we're going and hopefully find a post office on the road. So I'm we were literally driving in Montana and I'm googling UPS store. I walk into this UPS store in Big Timber, Montana and I look at the guy and it's like at this point July 12th and I'm telling myself it has to be there by July 20th. Like I might actually be so out of this. So I just like beg him. I'm like, can you help me with this? And this like podunk town in the town of 150 people, I sent my quilt out and it made it on time and it hung up and I saw it. and It was great. <laughs> but it just was like this whole thing of all of the, I, I didn't account for the, um, international the, ship time for the international ship time and the, the, the post office people being really lame. So give yourself time
0: Yeah, on that yeah that's my story yeah don't miss those deadlines or Mm -hmm. your your quilt won't hang it won't hang. (laughs) they don't care (laughs) no they don't care and i'm like
1: stressed out because i'm like i really wanted to and then i thought well maybe i just don't send it like what happens if i just don't send it i'm like okay this is my third stop and i'm gonna do it and it only it only ended up being 90 dollars to send which is pretty standard for london but 90 bucks they're back that's a lot of money
0: yeah so i think Yeah, it was a little cheaper for the return shipping Mm -hmm. you just paid like a lump sum i'm sure they have like a with their fees yeah they have a great deal (laughs) for their return shipping so yeah it it is expensive so Mm -hmm. i think quilting in and of itself is expensive and doing the shows is expensive attending the shows is expensive Mm -hmm. so do you have to participate in these no don't Mm -mm. feel pressure if it's like not in your budget you know or like you said i know
1: that the library will do you yeah. know they love having art pieces like can i hang my quilt in the library for a month i'm
0: not joking guys get together with your local guild or a few of your friends from your local guild and put on your own quilt oh, show <laughs> at <serious>? your library <laughs> serious like you can each order your own like hanging bars from mm-hmm. amazon i think they're 20 dollars. yeah Is it a lot to buy a hundred? Yes. If you each buy a one or two and put on your own show in the library, that would be so fun. That would be so fun. You can do that. You can do your own show. Okay. What's next?
1: Um, Okay. So we labeled, we did all the things hanging sleeves. We didn't talk about that
0: yet. Yep. You need to add a hanging sleeve. Most shows also have those instructions and their preferences. Mm -hmm. I have found that if they want a two inch, or a three inch they are more lenient and are willing to accept a four inch sleeve no problem Mm -hmm. the opposite is not true if they are asking you for a four inch sleeve don't give them a three inch sleeve
1: uh that happened at the utah quilt guild show i was helping hang quilts and one of the mini quilts was not and we and we were trying you know like we Mm -hmm. we definitely try to get the rod through there and we'll put some effort in but if you don't want any of that ruin you just go for the four inch
0: yeah i mean a lot of it is out of the event organizers control as Mm -hmm. well they order these supplies from a rental company months in advance and Mm -hmm. so whatever shows up is what they are they're using you know you they can't really be faulted for that they've asked for four inch right (laughs) and i just
1: i've erred on the side of four inch and i in the last year have added quilt sleeves To anything that I know is not going to be on my bed or I'm going to cuddle with. But I'm like, potential of
0: any quilt show, probably, I just add it at the end. Yeah. At the very least, I at least stitch it on when I'm putting the binding on. Mm -hmm. And then I can always hand stitch it down later. Right. So and If if I don't want to take that time. Which I often (laughs) don't. And then I'm stressed the day before the deadline, hand stitching the sleeve. Right in the back. Yep, I've been there. Um, what about for folding?
1: Yeah, what, this was a good one. What did I tell you
0: about folding?
1: <laughs> it was actually really good. Uh, newspaper in between all the things,
0: rolled up. Yep, M- rolled up packing paper. Yep. I I think I watched the. It was the National Quilt Museum. Mm-hmm. They were showing how they. Um, fold their quilts when they are going off of exhibit or into storage. And they're large boxes. They're not doing large USPS boxes, guys. Those are too small for your quilt. You need a bigger box. It's going to be more expensive. Yep. That's, that's just how it works. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, like that, that just needs to be an accepted cost. If you don't want deep creases and crinkles into your quilt. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, and that's
1: what you gave me as a tip for London, because you said that they stay in the boxes, which they did. And I got a picture from my friend and I saw some creasing, but not as much as I was expecting. So thank you for that tip because that was
0: great. Even if you are shipping it before the deadline and they're arriving and then they are folding them, like Amanda says, the MQG folds them. Put out a PSA. Please do not send your quilts rolled. That's (laughs) actually our next episode. We're talking about how to prepare your quilt, For quilt shows I, yeah that's our next well, episode we will you can clip out we will clip this and put it into it making a note okay. right?
1: don't For do quilt this
0: con please don't roll because we fold them once they get here there is no way we could store 450 rolled quilts it's just not possible um it's also very difficult if it's a big quilt and it's rolled to get it into my car so i've had to unbox things at the ups store because it won't fit oh, because it's like right. a you know, 80 inch long rolled quilt with. Anyway, I appreciate that people are, you know, cautious about sending their work. But once it gets to us, we do fold it and put it in a bag and put it in a box and it's safe. And we've never had an issue. So knock on wood. Even if they're doing that, that crease looks different than this crease is from sitting in a box tightly packed for four days and then right. it was opened and you can't smooth those out no it's you, done no, you can't so do the least amount of damage to your quilt before it arrives at the at the actual location mm-hmm. um what i told you is lay it flat i usually use my bed and you make long paper snakes yep and i had packing paper out of paper packing paper is perfect mm-hmm. tissue paper works don't use newsprint
1: don't it'll it could bleed on your quilt yep um and then i also after so go ahead oh go ahead i was just gonna say so i i did the snakes and then i folded it up and i did a bigger box yeah you don't want to tape it into this priority box you want to give yourself a big box
0: and then i put it in a garbage bag yep and as far as folding goes i prefer to lay the quilt face down and i put the snakes on the fold points of So I'm going to fold the quilt into thirds from its full quiltiness Mm -hmm. and fold it once, fold the other side into itself. And then now it's a long hot dog, whatever burrito, and you're going to fold it in thirds the opposite direction. With more. Yep. With more paper snakes. (laughs) (laughs) So that part is the actual front of the quilt. The reason that I do it this way slash that I definitely learned it from a YouTube video that I will try to find and link is that those creases, when they're um, hanging, can unfold easier. So if the long, if you fold it the long way, those creases don't get the weight of the quilt pulling down to smooth them out um, as easily, you know, if you've been doing it your way whatever yeah don't stress about it guys but if you are submitting to a high level show like this is kind of the the norm Mm -hmm. um so yeah folding the whatever what is that quilt longitudinal yeah longitudinal direction first and then latitude because then it can help itself no wait lat is flat (laughs) Long is longitude,
1: right? (laughs) I thought long was hot dog. Okay, yeah. Latitude
0: (laughs) is hamburger. Latitudes are imaginary lines carved on it that run from west to east, parallel to the longest latitude, we call the equator. Now, let's look into other imaginary lines we call longitude, that starts from the top pole and move apart at the equator just to meet again on the other pole at the bottom guys come sorry we <laughs> <sighs> need to go back to ninth grade geometry <laughs> it's it just Not geometry then World. i'm like oh picturing the globe and then that always throws me off and okay. this is ashland's add kicking in sorry guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you made a good point though. Um, fo- if you follow these, the volunteers will be working with your quilt. It can help them, yep. um, work with your quilt easier. And I know when I helped with the quilt quilt guild, the Utah quilt guild, uh, we called one, one woman, dirty woman and one woman, clean woman, <laughs> The dirty. Are you going to be dirty or clean is what Tammy asked me. Are you going to be dirty or clean today? I'm like, I don't know what that means, Tammy. <laughs> she said, uh, clean hands mean that you have the gloves on and oh. you touch nothing but the quilts. You don't touch the bars. You don't touch anything else. So I'm like, I'll be dirty. I'm so glad that's what that meant.
0: <laughs> yeah. like, yeah.
1: I mean, Tammy would never say something no. like mm-hmm. that. So so uh, the volunteers really do make sure that, that your quilts are off the floor. And
0: being well cared for. Uh-huh.
1: Yep. And then so then you go and see your quilt at the show and you take a picture next to it and you say, look, my quilt's at a show. And you try not to p- tell the people who are
0: standing there admiring it. Like, I
1: made that, you know, yeah. like. It's really hard not to do that, so I just stay away from it.
0: <laughs> oh, um, I think before we you ship it out or before you pack it up, do a once over. Just, yes, I usually pin mine up to the wall and just take a lint roller to it, like like a vacuum, uh-huh, not okay. an actual vacuum. Just I treat the lint roller like a vacuum. Like every every inch is touched with the lint roller. Um, I go through multiple sheets of the lint roller and just really get it dust free. Pet hair free. Guys, it's it's okay. Like I'm trying not to be judgmental. But if you're and I promise I'm not actually judging these quilts, but if you are wanting to submit your quilt and win a prize yeah. or get recognition, make sure your dog you, or cat hair isn't on. Do there. you step up. Step up your quality too. Okay. Because that's that's important. Yeah. Like trim loose threads. Be be particular. You were particular enough to make this beautiful quilt you were brave enough to submit it mm-hmm. do the those four minutes of work <laughs> yeah. of, of a lint roller get those hairs off cut the loose threads and make sure it's really well taken care of and good to go yep okay we've seen our show at the quilt and then you get your quilt back <laughs> yeah um i think many shows have a local pickup time even yeah. if it's a big show you can go in person during the specified time they usually have tickets they usually give you a ticket yep like you a, drop it off like a dry cleaner
1: ticket yeah like a dry cleaner ticket <laughs> and, <laughs> and that reminded me of like our first episode when we talked about like the receipt <laughs> of joanne that's one of my favorite parts about let your toddler <laughs> hold this
0: <laughs> yeah don't let your toddler hold that tag either um yeah so you give them your little stub they connect it to the entry quilt and they hand you your thing usually sign a paper or if you've chosen to have it shipped back to you, it can arrive anywhere from like, I got my QuiltCon quilts to like two days after I got home. So oh wow, many of them are very quick. Yeah, um, my optical one's going to be home here oh, yeah. like, today. They
1: they were fast like, too, like forty-eight hours. Like I saw Instagram yep. that's like it's over, and then I got a notification. My quilt's on the way. I was yeah. like,
0: bang. Um, but my uh, first quilt, the one that went to the, I guess it was my second quote, that one went to Long Beach and then went to Houston and it sat there for it was in Houston for months. They, oh, really? depending on what you are submitting for, they are upfront about it, of course, yeah. but you can sometimes not know when exactly you're going to get it back. Huh. They give you a deadline of when they will decide whether or not to keep it, but often in oftentimes you're saying peace to that quilt for right like bye I think it was almost nine months oh my gosh (sighs) which was fine that's what I signed up for but if you are expecting to get it back immediately and you are wanting to submit it to another show make sure that you actually have possession of that quilt or will for sure have possession Uh of that quilt before it is needed at the next one right it's a good tip yeah and then what do you do with your critique you also get your critique back when you do it up and, <laughs> and throw, throw it away. It. No, just kidding. I actually, I, I go through really dumb phases of just like getting rid of everything. I don't hold on, hold attachment to a lot of things. And now I kind of kick myself and I'm like, oh, it would have been cool to keep all three of those judging critiques for this one single quilt just to have. And right. then part of me is like, I don't need it. You know, right, right. So I do with it what you want. When you are reading it, read it. Choose a time when you are not overly emotional about your work. Uh-huh. If you're having a hard quilting day or you're Season. feeling down, just save it for another time, or don't ever read it. Put it in the envelope, mm-hmm. and you can always come back to it. However, if you're eager to read it, just don't take it personally. They don't know you. They're not trying to be mean to you. You put your quilt in a show asking for (laughs) critique. And so oftentimes they give critique even just to find something to say. It could be an objectively perfect quilt. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say, oh, this person's very skilled. The one thing that if they want to do better next time that's already great, maybe they could try... Shortening their stitch length on their, on their quilting. Wasn't there one at QuiltCon last year
1: where the quilt was named? Um, I'm gonna forget off the top of my head. Where the purpose of it was to see the seam on the back, mm-hmm. and then her the critique was that you could see the seam on the back.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't see that. I
1: don't know. Like there was there was some a couple people talking about it that like, yeah, like the purpose of me making this quilt was to show the imperfections on the inside of the quilt, but that was also the critique of the quilt. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I yeah. think we might have been talking about that because uh-huh. yeah. my critique was that there was shadowing, which is a very yeah. real, great critique. When you When you have white quilts, your yeah. quilts are white, and I know that uh-huh. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like it so. is, it is valuable feedback because if you are actually trying to compete versus great. just trying to be in the show, right? Then you go, oh, maybe this quilting cotton isn't the right choice i need
1: to make it again Um, and fix these things and then see what happens right or
0: like choose a different white fabric you Mm -hmm. might need to experiment and make sure that the backing fabric that you actually accidentally used on the front of your quilt wasn't too loosely woven and you didn't use the right color of thread when you pieced those (laughs) and while it doesn't show in your seam it does show behind the white fabric
1: yeah but (laughs) there. and but even the first place gets critique like don't it's not like not First place gets
0: critique that's a great yeah
1: you're gonna get a ribbon but you're still gonna have somebody say i didn't i mean audrey's won last year audrey right that's her name yeah and and didn't she have something that was kind of silly for her to critique yeah and i did not silly i mean because it is it's their opinion and that's that's what they're there for you know
0: so yeah yeah and it, it really just comes down to the judges and like give Mm -hmm. them so much grace they look through hundreds of quilts and
1: and i think it's per show yeah right it's per season it's per show what did the quilts look like during the height of covid compared to now right you know like it's yeah
0: so maybe your quilt was number 488 Mm -hmm. out of 488 to be judged right and they were ready for dinner,
1: you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but you, you being out there, even, um, at our last podcast with Amanda, her talking about her being so excited about 2089 entered, like they still, the MQG still recognizes there was 2089 quilts. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah mine was in there. Like, it's kind of private. like, that's yeah. so cool that my quilt was, you saw my quilt. That's right. cool. And there's,
0: we're still talking about that number. All those quilts and all those yeah. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't an easy decision for them. And at the end of the day, the people jurying these shows, which I don't know if this was clear from the last episode or not, the jurying process is separate from the judging process. The jurying is just getting accepted into the show. Those people flip through thousands, hundreds of quilts. And then the judges, which is typically a separate group of individuals, looks at the selection that the jurors chose
1: and and the judges have criteria in judging like mm-hmm. they spend their lives judging
0: yeah sometimes <laughs> sometimes sometimes they just wear around and their jam won first place last year so mm-hmm. they're gonna ask you to look which at is these quotes
1: kind of cool though almost
0: more interesting to receive that kind of feedback mm-hmm. sometimes yep
1: and then you can decide to do what to do with your critique and then you can decide if you want to submit again
0: You could be done forever, or, which I don't know if you should be done
1: forever. I don't think you should be done forever. If you have the guts to do one show, we YOLO. Keep
0: going. You Um, gotta keep going. Yeah. At the very minimum, there's a lot of organizations that run off of having a healthy and successful quilt show, and you should support your local organizations or guilds in that in that manner
1: at least that and if you never want to put something into quilt con or something big and judging then don't do that either you yeah. do you boo like do it brings you joy yeah but your your things need to be seen yeah still okay i have some questions for us okay. we got we got some time for some questions from the callers <laughs> yeah
0: Caller yeah. number right. one
1: um does quilt con require entry quilts to be labeled in a specific way and if yes how
0: Um, I was unclear about that. I read it as, like, the name of your quilt. That's what I'm assuming. So I'm I'm wondering if about
1: the quilt label itself, because we talk a lot about quilt physical label physical quilt label. name it this is a piece of crap
0: if you want <laughs> didn't Matthew have
1: um revise 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 like the yes. name of the quilt last year was like <laughs> that was awesome no I think it's the actual quilt on the actual because a lot of us have our quilt and we label it what happens
0: to that label
1: on the back what do you do with
0: it your quilt label for QuiltCon is they have certain requirements that you need if your regular quilt label already includes that then you can leave it. Um, my quilt label is typically a lot more personal and it's small. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm i not even going to take credit for this. Um, Audrey Sra of Cotton and Bourbon mm-hmm. um, showed this really great, fast technique to do your quilt labels last year before QuiltCon. And what you do is you take a rectangle of fabric fold it in half and hot dog or hamburger um hot uh, hamburger hamburger okay and you make just like a little uh booklet basically and so it had it ends up having like four sides you write on it with a sharpie Uh just really a simple quick way to get your label done for a show because it truly doesn't matter no um, um, sometimes they do want you to cover the label so they don't see your name. Right, and that's this great flap. So you <gasps> pretend it's a piece of paper folded in half, hamburger.
1: Fold across the equator like a hamburger,
0: or through the landscape. Write it like it's a note card on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And on the inside, and then close it, and you can stitch that Let's down stitch or pin it, depending on the show. Some are very strict about not having safety pins. And it has to be stitched down and some don't care. So yeah. really follow the rules of the quilt show, because it really is different from show to show. And they will tell you.
1: Uh the festival of quilts had a certain tag number that I covered up my tag with just safety pins yep. on it with paper. Yeah. So it every quilt show is different.
0: Yep. Okay. And then you can just quickly whip stitch, tack it down. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have to, to be, be anything permanent. Yeah.
1: Uh, If your quilt is not chosen to be in the show, is a reason or constructive feedback given to the submitter? No. I wish.
0: Yeah, that would (laughs) be really great.
1: Yeah, but that's a lot of work. 2089 quilts
0: at QuiltCon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nope. Especially if it's really just a matter of making a cohesive show. True. It's like, oh, this is beautiful and Mm -hmm. essentially what we're looking for, but it We had this that all went together really well and progressed as a show better. Mm -hmm. And like Amanda said, if you try one year and then you can
1: try again the second year, you might get in the second year. Yeah. There was a quilter that I saw who said that she made her kids, her son and her daughter, and submitted both the first year and the son got in. And the second year she submitted both again, or the girl, and the daughter portrait one got in. So it's like you just, it's whatever they want that year.
0: Yeah, if at first you don't succeed, try, try try again, again, but... They don't tell you why, unfortunately, like I said. Um, do you have to bury threads? Yeah, you do.
1: I actually didn't know that. Um, I
0: mean should. Rules? No. Should? Yes. Should? yes. You really should. Yeah. Um, at the very least, you should. If you are just trimming them, trim it really close. Uh-huh. Yeah, going back to
1: the lint roller thing. Yeah. You want it clean. Yep. So yes um i don't have any shows in my
0: area to enter quilts, so it's either quilt con or nothing should i um y- yeah you can do quilt con but also there's plenty of quilts that you can submit to that you just would mail to yeah like so we said sisters the same process same gar- i know garden
1: of quilts just i think they just ended theirs, so i think they just had their show in september yeah um Mm -hmm. and so garden of quilts just had their show or at least the yeah the
0: deadline is closed Uh, the
1: the deadline's closed but they but you can mail it anywhere you can mail your quilt anywhere Mm -hmm. so yeah i would i would encourage you to get into a show because you don't have any in your area Yep. or like you said um go to the library
0: yeah i think sisters accepts mail-in ones there are plenty of shows that have the mail-in option and
1: honestly, like, if you feel like you should, if you're asking, I think that you should. I think that you're, you're your your brain is telling interested. you. Yeah. It's it's your body's way of saying, let's, what's the next thing. Yeah.
0: At the very least, join and get, join the Quilcon Rejects. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. fun camaraderie. <laughs> it is
1: fun. <laughs> okay. Um, and all the questions, never done it, but interested. So hopefully this podcast can help you. Let us know yeah. if you have any further questions. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Jump um, in. It, it helps you get out of your comfort zone and it gives you something to aspire to. Mm-hmm. The last, uh, last question. Three most important things to pay attention
0: to. Ooh, uh, okay. deadline. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, deadline and deadline. Oh. I was going to say photo, your photo. Yeah, your photo cleanliness. is, is the gate. Mm-hmm. It's, you're not getting in with a bad photo. Yeah. Um, or an unclear photo. Which is why we have a whole podcast on the photography. Because <laughs> yeah. it's your photo. Yep. Deadline, uh-huh. photo, photo, and cleanliness. cleanliness. I, honestly. Other than that, you really can't. Mm-hmm. You can't do much else. You're, it's out of your control. Mm-hmm. So you have to relinquish that if you've done all you can in those areas. Yep. All right. All right. I think that's it. Did we talk about everything? I I think so. I think. Everything is loose. <laughs> so if you have more questions, submit them. We're pretty much already committed to doing another. Yeah, it sounds cool like show it. episode. It won't be next. We have it planned out. We're planned out for a while, but mm-hmm. yeah, we can definitely do another one. If you guys are interested, we will put up that list of shows yes. on the website that will be ready before this airs and you are welcome to submit. Should we just do like the submit box on there? What's the easiest way? Uh, submit box to uh, submit shows that yeah, we they can know create of. Create a sub- separate uh-huh. submission yep.
1: form. It'll yep. be right on that page. It'll be on the same page. Yep. And we'll just add it as they come in. Yep. I love it.
0: Um, and then I, I think, I that's, think all. that's all. Guys, if, please don't be discouraged. Yeah, I think no. also in that same breath, I'm, I will tell you that doing shows isn't the end all be all. It doesn't make you a better quilter. It doesn't make you more popular or worthy of um attention or fame and i think if you don't want to do that don't Mm -hmm. but if you want to like stretch yourself out
1: a little bit i and i will tell you last fall i put myself out there into quilt con because my sister-in-law said we should do this together or did i say we'll do it together Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i didn't get in and she did and i cried and it was hard but you know what? a year later it helped more globally in my life than what it didn't help yeah going through that experience yeah you know and yeah is it hard to see people around you um getting it yeah a little bit but in some ways like
0: yeah I think that's maybe like a really good exercise in growth if mm-hmm. that's the emotion that you feel and you're not immediately able to go but I'm really happy for them mm mm-hmm. if you're really struggling through it maybe that is something that you need to sit down and work through yep in therapy or with friends or <laughs> with a bag of chips i don't know and it's,
1: it's okay to get to be disappointed in not getting in that's yeah. normal yep. feelings but uh, and our podcast has started because you don't need to bring people down yep because other people are getting in or doing worry. you you worry about you, you stay in your lane
0: you know yeah. so and whatever like. your lane is is great mic drop do it all right guys let's move on to what we're digging what are you digging
1: (laughs) i had one and i forgot it deer in headlights deer in headlights like it always is um no i am digging uh we we had a very small warm window in utah um because spring went so late but man i love these cooler days
0: (laughs) i love four seasons so much i love it that's not my what we're digging. Oh, well, I'm digging. I'm digging the weather. Is what I'm digging. Yeah, I I love a warm fall. It's great, but I hate a hot summer. Yeah, right. Warm, cool, hot, no. <laughs> um, Along my lines of my intro, I'm really digging like men's fashion. Not for myself, Ooh. but I I'm basically just treating your brother like a Kendall at this point. And like, well, he can he can take it. Aspiring, he, it. he, he loves it. Actually, he. I just like studying the different styles and I don't know. Men's fashion is really interesting. It has not changed a lot. in Centuries. Like very,
1: very minimally. I would give anything for my husband to wear like a suit from like the 1940s.
0: Like high-waisted trousers. Prohibition 30s,
1: 40s. 20s. 20s. That's what it meant. It was like the beard. I would do basically want a mob boss. I do. (laughs) I mean, is he not a mob boss? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, after you're done getting
0: my brother all situated, come help my husband. Okay. It's it's maybe a bit much, but I'm, I (laughs) am assembling this, like, basically mood board of his workwear that he can wear because I don't mind being asked what can, what goes with what he has a pretty good sense, but sometimes he like makes decisions, rogue decisions and I have to be the bad guy in the morning. Like, on the fly and that's not great for our relationship right, it's not yeah. good for me because I don't want to have to be the bad guy and it's and always on the mornings where he doesn't <laughs> he's want not it. to listen to it. he doesn't want to hear it <laughs> but also you asked and you don't that's want to awesome. look like a dork so it, it is obviously with love but to avoid this I'm making I haven't actually decided if they're like going a, to clueless, be
1: like clueless where like
0: you yep. can like pick your yep it's going to be something like that it's amazing ah <laughs> If this suit goes with these short or these shoes and this shirt, Uh, love it. All right, I think that's everything. Uh, yeah. I for that. uh, Yeah, we got merch. Check out
1: merch. Yep.
0: We hinted a little bit about that. You can check us out on
1: every other Mondays. Instagram Instagram Live. Sometimes I feel like we just say live. It is on Instagram. Yeah. You need to be on Instagram. And one of these days, I will know to either jump in on it when she starts it or just wait for her to come in we'll figure it out one day
0: (laughs) last time we got it pretty quick yep all right and where you can find us I'm Ashlyn at Urban Dwell Studio and I'm Lacey at Messy Quilts Perfect. Grateful Thread Podcast is created, hosted, and produced by Ashlyn Downs and Lacey Messerly. Our sound engineer is Nicholas Downs. Don't forget that we love reading those reviews on Apple Podcasts. You can take a quick second to tell us what you're enjoying about our podcast and what your favorite episode has been or where you're listening from. And if you didn't like it, roll down your car window at the next red light and tell the vehicle idling next to you all about your hate for us and then zoom off when the <laughs> light turns green. By threadheads
1: Your teacher will show you gratitude If you learn longitude and latitude Latitude
0: measures south and north up and down from the equator they sally forth. They're the lines that run from east to west like the rungs of a ladder you'll pass. It.